0: In this episode of Bear Podcast, slut shaming, don't spoil Star Wars for us. An embezzling priest and his muscle-bound
1: No dick pedometer for you. And a man gets eaten by an alligator. All these and audience comments coming up next.
0: Bear Podcast five ninety five. Bigger than the earth, floating through space. Kind of concerns many of us, even Gabe. He used to be cute, but that bitch just she needs to be
1: slacked trip, Cars Against Humanity.
0: And it's Sunday night, did you do the sing-along with Sound Music? One of them is gay and the other is straight. I'm so gay. Apparently he became gay. It might be a source of sexually positive pleasure. We worked on it, we had pleasure, that's, that's great.
1: Is how it's done. Welcome everyone to Bear Podcast. I am Nard. And I am Grumpy Salad. Yes, that's right. Grumpy. Well, you should be wearing hats.
0: We, be, we forgot to wear our hats. I don't
1: have my hat anymore. It's packed
0: up with storage. It's packed up with storage. With all my other hopes and dreams of life.
1: <laughs> well, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, by the time you guys, um, you know, watch or listen to this, uh, yeah, we'll be taking the week off next week until the next year. Are we, are, are we coming back the week before New Year yeah. or something? Well, we did do the year in review on New Year's week. New Year's week or New Year's Eve week? Okay. Yeah. We can do that. And um, yeah, so Merry Christmas to all of you guys. If you if you watch this later on, <laughs> that's right. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy, holidays. Holidays. happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. What else? Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, happy Flying Spaghetti Monster celebration. I don't know when do they celebrate that, but yeah, it's uh it's it's gonna be a, a you know exciting week. It's gonna be we're gonna take a break, uh, but then we'll come back for the year review stuff like that. That's so right, because we wanna get five episodes that's now. right this this is episode 595 and it's a monday december 14th and uh so two this weeks we're gonna you know pretty much breaking making uh taking a break for two weeks or something like that no a week a week, a week a week just a week and yeah. then we'll finish out january probably
0: with the episode around january
1: six, up in the january 600 will be around uh january february so we'll see we're, just, we're kind of winging it that way so yeah if you want to comment just you know send me emails and and voicemails would be great you know what okay what? we Ray and I just came from dinner and I what did we eat? we had pasta we had uh, Italian we had cards of plenty cards of plenty so I, I I got one of those chicken marsala things and everything but I had a crazy idea of getting of, of drinking wine i think i I feel great <laughs> I feel great but whenever you know kind of a little bit tipsy because I'm a Lightweight because I just one glass, two glasses,
0: he'll one them glass. For, he'll bottom for anybody.
1: That's right, oh. even other twinks. Okay, yeah. So what did you do this weekend, Maynard?
0: Other than get drunk at a Italian restaurant tonight?
1: Well, let me see. Saturday we went to uh, I went to a wedding. Uh, so congratulations, Tony and Paul, because it's their wedding after a couple of years of dating and everything. And they live here also in the suburbs of Houston. Congratulations, Tony and uh, Paul. They had a very nice place. Very nice. We were. I we drove all the way to to Sugarland. It's really far. Like an hour. It took me about an hour and fifteen minutes or something like that. It's really far. And but it was fun. Lots of friends were there, and we had good food. Oh, great! The food was great. Where they had the reception? Oh, it's a it's a country club. It's a country okay. club, in uh in, in uh yeah in Sugarland. It's very nice.
0: I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were at like the old Nymphas there on uh Richmond and Kirby mm-hmm. and they said there was a gay wedding party there. <laughs> was that you or was that somebody else?
1: No. Wait, it was somebody Not but anyway much. it was
0: a gay wedding party there and at the end of the wedding party everybody had to pay.
1: <laughs> Individual oh checks. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. I could understand that if if the people who if the people who organized it threw the wedding party for them, it, it, there's a difference between uh, the couple throwing a party as opposed to friends throwing a party for it, for them. They got married. They were in Texas. It was their wedding reception dinner.
0: Wow. So,
1: do you? I guess you should. Draw, at some point, you should draw the line. At
0: some point, know, they should at least make everybody bring money. Give the money ahead of time, so they did one check. Somebody could have paid for it and been done with it, or something. I don't know. I mean, I understand people have budgetary needs, and, and yeah, money. that's
1: true. But I've never, I
0: mean, I'll never have to ever worry about a wedding, so it's not like <laughs> I can say anything because you know I'd probably take most people to McDonald's, and get them a Happy Meal. So mm-hmm.
1: okay, so after that, yeah, just just a wedding. We had a wedding. It's it's, it's pretty nice. And then uh, last night I had to uh, hang out. I had to hang out with a couple of straight friends. And uh, it rarely it happens, like probably once and a year. He came
0: home last night and he smelt like straight people.
1: I smelled like straight. It <laughs> I smelled like, straight oh my last God, night. Go bathe. <laughs> I feel like so
0: hetero up in here.
1: <laughs> I feel so straight all of a sudden. Anyway, we've talked about pussy a lot. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Some pulling poo- tang. Did you get to the titty bar? <laughs> no, we didn't. No, <laughs> no we didn't go. They were with their wives, so you know, wives and wives children. So had it's, a teddy bear so it's, it's for, no, were the so, kids there? Yeah, the kids were there too. Oh, see, so kids. So just, it's really they run a, everything. it's a family night, you know. It's a, it's a wholesome family night. Although we talked about some, uh, not really adult-oriented uh, movie, not adult-oriented. But I'm saying like uh, TV shows that are rated R and everything. That, oh, I can't watch that because I got the kids, and they, they can't watch that. You know, Talk about Game of Thrones and. I was thinking, you really can't watch that with kids because it's really a, for adults. Well, so that's why you make the kids put their ass to bed at 8 o'clock and then you watch it after they go to bed.
0: And if they get out of bed, you beat their ass and make them go get back in the bed. Mm-hmm. Just like it was when I was a kid.
1: You're not allowed to watch? Well, no. Once we what got put to bed, you stayed there. You stayed there. <laughs> yes. And then you, no waking if up. you and couldn't sleep or wanted water, none of that crap. You got crap beat up. No somebody. waking up and finding your... Your parents having, uh, making love. No, that's only when you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, go walk in there and own them in the bedroom or something. Oh, I see. Or early Sunday morning or something. Mom and dad are wrestling and dad is winning. No, no you never say that? No? no. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's pretty much it. Well, Ray did something very special for me. He decorated the house. He helped me decorate the house. So. This is probably the gayest Christmas Maynard's ever had. So yes, far. and I got new. Uh, what do you call this new stocking, stocking hold- holder? Holders. I got garlands everywhere. Gar- garlands in at the, at the dining dining room. And they got these blow-up teddy bears and Darth Vader. Well, the front yard, there. which we're going to put up this week. Yes. So I'm excited. It's going to be a uh, festive. Yeah. And by next year, <laughs> we'll God.
0: have a Star Wars nativity scene.
1: <laughs> Who's the baby? It's Twins. Yeah. <laughs> Tw- and you had Padme, in the become like that. He's yeah. got twins. Nice, that's kind of a, that. That's a uh, like a uh, Star, Wars, of, Star Wars, Star Wars. It'll be better theme.
0: than the zombie themed major scene that the guys getting find over at some town somewhere in the U.S. They did
1: that, they did a zombie, did a zombie themed zombie activity,
0: theme And there's a Facebook man that's posted all over the Facebook, about that That'd whole be... thing and the He's been fined by, can- by the town or something like
1: that. Fine so, by the anyway. town. You should pay us because you offended us. <laughs> right. Oh, we are God. offended at your zombie, zombie nativity scene. scene.
0: So,
1: okay. Yeah. So, anyway, let's go on to our topic, Ray, which we have been uh, messaging people around. You know, actually, more like, it's yeah. more like we, we posted about this last, last week. week. Yes. Put the links and on the show I'm notes. I'm so
0: glad we got so many responses back.
1: And all y'all are really, really interested in slut shaming. That's right. So, so, I, I should I should mention something, though, about slut-shaming. There's a difference between slut-joking and slut-shaming. Slut-shaming right. is really the topic for today. But slut-joking is like, you know, you're such a hoe. You're gonna, you, you talk you smack with each other on yeah. Facebook or whatever. But they're joking at each other, you know. That's, right. That's just joking. There's a difference
0: between sarcasm and slut-shaming. Yeah. So, slut-shaming is different. So, yeah. Like Maynard, two glasses of wine, he'd do anybody. Even Twinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, joking around. That's slut joking. Okay. That's right. So anyway. Psychotherapist Matthew Dempsey wants you to stop slut shaming and explore your inner freak. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that sex is a great thing. So why do gay men feel the need to slut shame someone? Not to mention gay men who have been on the receiving end of slut shaming. People degrading or mocking someone because they enjoy having sex. It is of course the business it uh it is of course the biggest sex. Of course, the biggest sex organ is your brain, so use it wisely, Dempsey says. I actually just wanted to have a real conversation about how we as gay men can find ourselves bristled up against each other in a judgmental and device way related to sex. Homophobia messes with our lives in ways we don't even realize sometimes, even after coming out. I wanted to put a spotlight on some of those issues so we can have better sex and also be more compassionate and connect with each other in the community. So he goes on to talk about... You know, and yes, kind of joking like we do, that is some slut-shaming, honestly. What I just said? What you just said. And really? What I just said, that is kind of slut-shaming. Really? Yeah. Even if you're joking with just, each other? Yeah. And, um, well, I think if it's friends and you know that there's just a joke, yeah. it's one thing. But, like, they are, but, you know, queens are usually not, they take it to that level. Oh, wait, what
1: do you mean queens? I
0: mean. Well, you know, there are gay men out there that, like, <gasps> clutch their pearls and. You know, over people having sex and all this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. And I must admit, l- reading this article and listening to this guy talk on the little video and stuff that came along with it, I'm guilty of doing this.
1: You slutching people?
0: Well, when I first moved to Houston, I was very rigid in my thought process. Mm-hmm. Things had to be a certain way. Um, and like I said, the first time I went in the ripcord, it was doing... Louis weekend, and somebody was getting a blowjob on the speaker there, and I freaked out and turned around and didn't go back to the ripcord for years after that. Really? Okay. Really. So,
1: um... I was there, I would just watch. Yeah. And
0: drink my beer. I see, okay. but public displays like that was like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And for a long time, I still, and to some days to a certain extent, I still have some issues with that and stuff. But I finally come to realize that everybody has a different journey. And <laughs> Some gay men just like to fuck and fuck and fuck. And it doesn't matter who it is. They don't need to know your name. And you know what? That's really okay because that's, that's their life. That's what they want to do. So,
1: the, Well, when it comes to sex, things like that happen to straight people too. Like they, yeah. they fuck and fuck and fuck. Well, they don't care who the girl is or whoever the yeah. guy is.
0: I mean, in, in the straight world, if you're doing that to women, it's kind of so you're the man. But in the gay world, it's
1: kind of different. We turn in you're on ourselves. A sl- you're a slut. You're a slut. <laughs> You're man oh so if you're if you're gay or, smart, yeah. but if you're but if you're a playboy, you're the man, thing. yeah,
0: so All right. you know,
1: so I'm th- you know, I'm just like, um, what does this come
0: from? I think a lot of it, like some of the stuff he says, it's our own internalized fear. I've admitted that we like sex, mm-hmm. that we enjoy sex, that we enjoy doing freaky things that by normal standards are not considered healthy. Um, the whole fact that this is a predominantly Christian nation Okay. and that, that pure, Purita, pure, I guess, better way to, not a better way to put it concept for the pilgrims up until now is what's a lot of our problem is. It's like, Oh my God, we just can't do this. because we have to be so rigid and compartmentalized and all this stuff. And it can't, the and Hill we just Grinch. can't look back and say, you know, people are going to be people. People are going to have sex. Nobody practices abstinence. I have, yet to see that work in the world Mm -hmm. um people are gonna make bad decisions people are gonna get drunk and make bad decisions people are gonna make great decisions and still go out and have sex with a lot of people so
1: i remember the greeks were like that before right Or the romans well i mean i
0: think it was that well they i mean they kind of pushed that to an excess to a certain extent and it was that force of going back about being too much excess back to being conservative too much and it's that's what it's that way all the time i kind of feel that you know, talking about this article on what's going on in the country today, we're kind of going through the American dark ages, I think we're getting ready to go to. So, yeah. fortunately, I'll be dead by the time we get out of them, depending on who gets Ted Cruz president. becomes president. president. So, yeah. um, but, you know, it's, I'll look at it this way. If some, if guys go out and enjoy having sex with other people, that's
1: great. But, okay, so in connection to this article, mm-hmm. it's about actually expressing that. Yeah, people Expect- do have sex. But then people calling them out on it. Yeah, is that what you well, mean? Well, or
0: making them feel bad about making it. Making them feel yeah, okay. like
1: like me joking with you
0: about you being a bottom. Okay. Because I do that all the time, and that's kind of a slut shaming thing. And what's wrong with being a bottom? Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's really wait nothing, wait wait a second. <laughs> there's nothing wrong, it? and and, <laughs> and a lot of that can't, comes from well, masculine men don't take it up the ass. Well, yes they do.
1: Yes, they do. So if their profile says they're versatile. They do bottom. If they say they're top, they can be convinced to be top. But if they say they're bottom, they really are bottom. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. glad to see that people finally start to embrace that and not embarrassed
0: about it. And I remember in my years here in Houston that people were, and I've joked about people being bottoms and stuff, and it's not right. I mean, if, that's what they, if you like a big old dick up your ass, go for it.
1: Well, well, well once in a while we do talk about, you know, behind other people's other our other friends yeah. that that big old bottom is like a uh uh what do you call that um hot dog in a hallway we always we always joke around like that yeah. or he's got a black hole yeah. like it could suck you in I, I we always you know, do that my uh, thought uh, is you know. my
0: thought process is some you know some guys just like a dick in their hole and i always look at it they're, they're looking for just the right dick it's like Goldilocks and the three bears
1: Something that's just right.
0: The one that's just right, but they just can't find the just right one. They just have to keep trying until
1: they find it. Oh, that is so nice of you to think no. of it that way. That oh. is so. That, that's the this half was too glass small. Half glass full for yeah, you. Yeah, this is too small. This
0: was too big. This is almost all right, but they had a little head cheese, so I can't do them again. So okay, so you know, but stuff like that. So, but we did get a few comments. Mm-hmm. Um, one is from our own investigative reporter Cesar.
1: Cesar, our contributor of the Bear, ge- uh, uh, the gay geek and bizarre. Yeah. Um, there's nothing
0: wrong with it. This is from Cesar. There's nothing wrong with enjoying sex, but as with any kind of freedom, it carries the responsi- responsibility of protecting yourself and others by being careful. There can also be such thing as having too much sex. And if people point out that about you, is it really such a bad thing? As anything in life, moderation is good rule to follow. And that I think that's true. I think some... I think a lot of gay men, because of the pressure on us, we totally throw moderation out the door. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're excessive drinkers, we're excessive money spent, all this yeah. stuff. And it's like finding that balance. And I think it's harder for a gay men because of what we go through. And I'm glad, I think, that it's getting easier and better for people to come out and be gay than it was when I came out. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that those, over the years, those trends, time people are more moderate and stuff. Yeah. So
1: um uh, in my experience, well friends of friends like that who what just like what Cesar said is that uh, people who point out that their friend is really too much of a slut or too much of a um, yeah you know, very reckless and uh, doing things uh, barebacking all the time without being having protection and stuff like that and I could see that and but you know what that's that person's choice well that's an ill-informed choice it is still that person's choice and it ain't out of my damn business That's true, but do but do you think a friend who's been warning him about it too about you're you're doing things that are wrong? wrong?
0: Well, I think that that's what you have friends for to keep you in check to a certain extent. But I mean, there's stuff that we tell each other all the time, but do we really listen to each other? No, not really. Okay, but you know, I'm thinking. But still, I mean, it's like it's one of those things. It's like people are going to do what they're going to do, and that's what your friends
1: are there for to kind of help. Say, hey, dude. but, but there's a difference though about actual advising someone as opposed to slut shaming. Because slut shaming is very common, of course, if you're in a public forum like face Facebook or Twitter or whatever, or among your friends when you're joking around, it's when you're slut shaming people. Or when you're online, you would uh somebody would post like, oh, uh, po- post a growler picture of a chat with someone, and then uh about about Come to my room and do this and that. So I did go to this guy's room, and then people would would chime in, and then they would slut shame the person. You know, yeah. well, for one thing, that's also their choice. Yeah. To share, to share what they did, Good. and be careful. Be, you posted something like-, like that. Of course, people will respond, and
0: people would even joke. Yeah. Well, you know, some people joke about some stuff that goes on, like at TBR, you would post and stuff like that. But you gotta look at it. Some of these guys live in very semi remote, non gay friendly areas.
1: Yes, yeah, they some. might get yeah. laid
0: on a non regular basis. Mm-hmm. So they're like a kid in a candy store. It's like I can get all dick all all, all night. Mm-hmm. Why not make up for lost time? So well, yeah, you true. gotta look at that
1: too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can you can have that choice. De- definitely, you can have that choice to be a slut as kind of be or you want to be. But then when it comes to actual slut shaming people pointing that out Out. publicly that's wrong i think that's wrong i think that's wrong that you would tell everyone hey Mm -hmm. stop it because you're doing this and that because you you've you've done 10 people here and online already will you stop that's that's that to me that's kind uh yeah a big form uh, an obvious form of uh, slut shaming because you're actually in a public forum but if you're just one-on-one you know you're, you're chatting you're just joking with each other or it could even be a joke between the two of you or a private conversation and you just talk about it. Either it's joking that you're, you know. Uh, you, or you have real concerns about Or your real concerns, yeah. So that's fine. But if you're in a public forum, that's slut-shaming, yeah. Right.
0: So, um, we also have a comment from Jason. I pretty much live and let live and tend to throw shade at those who call other man horrors or whatever. I tend to notice those with low self-esteem and highest insecurities are the first to point others on blast. And I've kind of noticed that too. There are people that, the ones that are usually not getting laid. Are the usually the ones bitching about a lot of stuff on social media?
1: Well, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, they're the ones. And the reason are... they're usually not
0: getting laid is because they're bitchy, insecure, and yada yada yada.
1: So. yeah, if you do that, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty, uh, because you you, you kind of sell yourself. You sell yourself in your online, and each post that you post, I post when I post something, it's all you know, flowers and Flowers and lollipops, on because I don't really My do drama. Unicorns, rainbows,
0: rainbows, and hate. So.
1: Oh, some people are.
0: No, that's what I posted. It's just rainbows,
1: unicorns, hate? and hate. Yes. You posted something about hate? Yes. Like what?
0: Well, there's this thing about I'm an American and I don't and I don't hate Muslims.
1: Oh, those kind of things. Yeah, and I oh, reposted saying, that. Oh, okay. I
0: reposted that. I'm an American and I don't hate Muslims either. I hate everybody equally.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah. So you're not. You're saying you're not necessarily hate, but more political or philosophical or whatever. Also. Yeah, not I'll just necessarily necessarily hate. generally and stuff. So, you mm-hmm. know. But anyway, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think of slut shaming? Have you yeah. okay? Have <laughs> you ever gone online yeah. and actually told off on someone because it's, it's public forum, people can read it and everything? You actually told someone that you shouldn't be doing that. You, you're doing this and that. You're you're doing bad you're doing something that is wrong you you're actually slut-shaming pe- a person and everybody could read it and or have you been slut-shamed or you've been slut- shamed? you been called let out no have you yeah let it's us like know how did you expect did your you, husband stealing whore <laughs> or did you go to therapy because you know you were hurt people were yeah. slut-shaming you i don't know let us know let us yeah. know or did you get drunk at a frat
0: party and like get done by everybody in the frat house and then had to live with that all through college What's your story? Tell us about it.
1: Yeah. In detail. (laughs) That's right. Every pump by pump. I should be honest though. Sometimes I do, I do like hearing stories like that. Okay. I like, I I feel like I live vicariously. I
0: think that's because you want to let your inner whore out.
1: Yes, because I'm very conservative (laughs) when it comes to being a whore, (laughs) meaning I don't whore around. (laughs) It's more like, it's more like I, I live vicariously to my, through my friends who are who are sluts. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? How's that? How's that? how about that, Ray? Slut shaming, man. Oh, am I slut shaming you? Consider, me,
0: well, knowing my history, yeah, and not naming names. Yeah, okay.
1: Do you consider me a slut? Not really. I don't think so. You're kind of a you know quasi slut. Quasi slut.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because you don't really whore around. You're you're just enough. Just just the right amount. Mm-hmm. Just the right amount of sluttiness Is that right? Just the right amount. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, just like you're, you're, you're quasi-slut. You're fine. Okay. Okay. Well, let us know
0: what y'all think. Give us some responses. I'd like to have a few more responses because I think this is a big issue. And I think gay men do this a lot to each other. So I'd like to hear your stories and what you feel about this. Let's so. mm-hmm. know. Okay. On to the entertainment. Well, Maynard... Have you watched these three trailers that got released in the last few days? Star Trek Beyond? Star Trek Beyond has been re- has been released. And it looks like Fast and Furious 8 and Star Trek. Oh, really? Okay. So, I saw some negative comments about that. Not to Star Trek shame anything, but some of the posts I've seen about it was kind of negative because it was a very action-packed trailer. Mm-hmm. But the guy, the director of this is Ken Lin? Is that his name?
1: Ken Lin. Ken Lin, I live a day without you. Ken Lin. Yeah, I Lynn. think the no. director's
0: name is Ken. I'm trying to, it's Ken something, I think. But anyway, I can't remember. <laughs> but he, direct, he was directed the Fast and the Furious movie. So it's kind of got that feel to it. Okay. So, have you
1: seen Ind- Independence Day Resurgence? Uh, I, I think I saw a, a poster of it. Uh, it's, is it like a, like, like a sequel of the Independence? Yes, it takes
0: place numerous years later.
1: Oh wow! And apparently Will
0: Smith in it for a brief cameo. But well, you. Can't. It looks like our new star, who's the is, president is, is Liam Hemsworth.
1: Oh really? From Hunger
0: Games. Liam Hemsworth. Hensley, whatever. Which, which one is he? Was Chris Hemsworth Thor? Chris Hemsworth is Thor. All right, his brother Liam. Who is oh, a, who is in Hunger Games? Hunger Games. Which
1: one? The the uh, Peta.
0: No, who, who, who not Peter Hutchinson. He's the other one that she loved that she kicked to the curb. Oh, Gail, Gail, yes, Gail
1: is is Hemsworth Liam Hemsworth. Yes, I didn't know, didn't yeah. know his brother. Well, for one thing, compared the two, Chris Hemsworth is sexier than he is.
0: Mm, I don't know. He's just more bulked up than it than, than his, his younger brother than his younger brother. Okay. Yes. So, mm. and then of course, X Men Apocalypse, the first really glance
1: at that. So So we weren't we just talking about that earlier? I was talk, oh I I was talking at work I was talking about uh X-Men Apocalypse because he is, my my friend hasn't uh, seen the comic books. I haven't read the comic books, so he doesn't know <gasps> what are these small what what are these movies about. And I was trying to explain to him that uh, most of them are about some some of the series in the comic books. Some of them are very similar to some of the events in the comic books, like like uh, a disappeared future past yes. and uh Right now, it's coming up is Apocalypse. Because I remember when Apocalypse came out, uh, he recruited um, an X Man, Angel. He became Death, but in in the movies, it's angel, Apocalypse, it's Angel Storm and
0: Storm. Storm wasn't there before, I think. Too, but I think that's how they introduced Storm to the original team.
1: And it's the Storm who was. Uh, um, a mohawk, a mohawk storm. storm. So
0: they're rewriting the history a little bit, but they're introducing the younger, but they're introducing all the younger versions of the characters, not the ones that we've seen today. Yeah. So, and it's all different actors. Except that, um, what's her name from Hunger Games? Uh, oh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is reprising her role as Mystique. But is she going to be the blue thing or she's going to be human? Well, and the pictures I showed her as human, so maybe she did. Tell yeah, because because to I,
1: I read somewhere that she was tired of it. She doesn't want to do those latex things anymore just to wear those because it takes hours, about three or four I hours just to put them on. Sure. So I think he's, she wants to quit it. So I she, she, I think she likes the role. It's just that she hates wearing and that. The makeup, yeah. The makeup and everything. So she she won't do it anymore. that's what I understand. It's what I remember her ta- talking uh, online, that she won't do it anymore unless she's going to be a human uh, do, doing mystique stuff. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that would be so, fine. Well, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, they can still work with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so make her start wear something dark blue, but not necessarily put so, the makeup on. But she
0: becomes part of the team, so it looks quite interesting how it's going to turn out. It's kind of weird something. that she's be
1: part of the team. Yeah. She's always been the. Now boy.
0: let's talk about something that we talked about at dinner, and I posted on oh Facebook perfect about okay it today
1: which one. Friday night, a
0: lot of you will be going and seeing Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be posting shit on Facebook about it because some of us can't see it until later on next week. And But Maynard had a great idea if you want to post about it. Maynard, tell them your idea about
1: Star Wars. Here's a tip. If you do want to talk about Star Wars... Just a tip. Just a tip. Here's the tip. If you do really... You can't stop yourself from talking about Star Wars or spoiling it. You put at the very top... You know, your post should be, I want to talk about Star Wars. My comments will be in the comments area if you're going to do it in Facebook. So if you say that, I won't. I to
0: scroll past it. It's not like, oh, I went and saw Star Wars. Oh, my God. Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca,
1: and everybody dies. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. You just don't post that. You, you post it inside your comments. You comment on your own post so that nobody has to see it I just asked for
0: the first seven days until after Christmas, everybody refrain from posting a whole bunch of stuff other than, hey, I like it. Went and saw it. Great movie. Go see it. Blah, blah, blah. I hated it. But don't give any details because you going to details. If you want
1: to discuss, fine. But like I said, do it inside your comment section. That's right.
0: Because
1: that. a lot of people can't go
0: see it all on the same night. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have worked out special occasions to go see it to bring back fond memories of childhood.
1: Ah, that's so. right.
0: So anyway, let us know what y'all think about Star Trek, Independence Day, and X-Men Apocalypse uh promos and if y'all think they're gonna be good movies or not. Right? So, and yeah, if you're
1: going to watch Star Wars next week. And if you're
0: going to watch okay. Star Wars next week, remember, all of us can't watch it at the same time, so don't be douches. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Nice time for the
0: Gay, the Geek, and the Bizarre. Okay. Now, our gay this week comes very close to my heart because I know the priest has done something, and I'm a priest. New York City priest accused of ripping off $1 million off two parishes and spending cash on a hunky boyfriend. What? A Catholic priest, his muscle-bound boyfriend, and a spurned ex... Ooh, that's it. The spurned ex-girlfriend. That's what? where he got screwed up. Charges of sexual and financial impropriety, graft angry parishioners, and rumors of drug-fueled S&M sex sessions. This story has everything.
1: Wow. It's got everything. 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 It's like a New York... It's It's Stefan. It's got everything. The New York <laughs>
0: Daily News is reporting on a shocking lawsuit... That accuses a Bronx, New York Catholic priest of robbing the coffers of two parishes and spending the money on lavish lifestyle he shares with his bodybuilding boyfriend, whom he allegedly has a pay-for-pay S&M relationship. Just gay for pay. According to the lawsuit, Friar Peter Miguel, 53, is accused of stealing money from a church organ fund. skimming cash off gonna... the top in a parish thrift shop and spending the ill-gotten Luc- lucrease on drugs provided by a Bronx parishioner. Miguel has also allegedly paid $1,000 per rough sex session with his alleged boyfriend, Keith Christ, who allegedly demanded the clergyman call him master and drink his urine, according to the oh. lawsuit. Chris is also named a co-defendant in Los no, don't be judgmental. I'm, see, I'm talking trying about to. that. Trying don't to. be judgmental. A lot of people are into water sports, Drinking them, yes. Okay. Maybe he wants to check if he's diabetic. Maybe. Right, Devin? (laughs) uh, The New York Post alleges Miguel spent $60,000 in 2012 alone on illicit and prescription drugs that he used with Chris. The lawsuit is filed by parishioners from St. Francis de Catanel Church in the Bronx, where he currently serves as a pastor and his former church, St. Francis Cabrini, on Roosevelt Island. It charges the archdiocese with covering up for Miguel for years. Cardinal Timothy Dolan and the Archdiocese are also named as defendants in the court papers. These charges of theft and misconduct have been made for at least 10 years, said a lawyer, Michael Dowd, who represents the two parishes filing the lawsuit. It is unbelievable that the diocese can't come to a conclusion about the misconduct of McQuelli when there is money missing that may be a million dollars. Migueli, is that how you say his name? Am I saying it right? Migueli.
1: Migueli. Migueli. Okay. And I think, I think the guy's name is Christ. Is it Christ? No, it's Chris. Chris.
0: Christ. Christ. <laughs> okay. Keith. Miguel is accused of stealing church collections, not accounting for the money, and then depositing cash into a personal account on a Long Island bank. And while most Catholic priests live in parish rectories, Miguel resides with Chris in a New Jersey home for which he reportedly paid $264,000 in cash six years ago. Rich. So rich? They bought a house? I thought the whole thing about being a priest was supposed to be, you know, kind of poor. Um, Neighbors of the Jersey love nest spoke to the daily news of a steady stream of male visitors and heavily trafficked hot tub in the backyard. Ooh, it sounds like Dave's. Um, one of the whistleblowers in this case for Chris' former girlfriend, Tatiana Gooden,
1: who— Wait, wait, that's the, that's the muscle—Chris is the muscle guy. Get muscle
0: guy. And this the is the ex-girlfriend who couldn't afford to pay him anymore who sent Carl Dillon and other church officials numerous emails providing information about Gale and Chris's relationship. She claims to have saved the copies of numerous text and email messages between the couple. Wow, Joseph Wheeling, a spokesman for the Archdiocese, said the allegations against Miguel are being taken seriously, but failed to explain how the priest, who's paid 2540 a month, has a brokerage account with almost $900,000 in savings. How does he do that? Skimming off. So he makes about... A month, two thousand. So he makes about twenty five thousand a year, and that's just to pay for living expenses. So, this lawsuit seeks to finally put an end to his truly sinful conduct, so that Saint Francis de Sales Paris can regain the strength, spiritual and faith
1: it once had before Father Mageli arrived. The court papers. Say. So that's the problem, really, with these, with not them being gay, but it's just really, it's the stealing. It's it, the this
0: stealing.
1: It, he's, he he has Sarah, broken uh, one of the
0: Ten Commandments. He steal. steal. He stole. But, so, I mean, and it looks like the archdiocese is covering it up, which I think is interesting.
1: They're, they're going to move him away.
0: They, well, they probably moved in churches in the first place because of this. I bet it's going to come out. But it also, there's the movie coming out about the whole church pedophilia scandal this month, too. Oh, I'm going to watch it's that. It almost sounds exactly like this, but they're moving priests around and covering it up for all yeah, this year.
1: So, you know what I think? If he's smart, well, not that I'm giving him advice but I just watch a lot of TV. He will be mov- He should be moving around that money uh, like uh, not uh, launder it or something like that. <laughs> Getting advice from me how to launder money. <laughs> I just watch a lot of Breaking Bad, okay? <laughs> he, just sent- he just sends it to the Philippines. Yeah, send it to me. <laughs> send it to the uh, Nard Chase uh, Foundation. That'd be awesome uh-huh. to donate. So what I mean is uh, just probably this is what they'll do even though he's got a lot of money. I, I think they they say it's about nine hundred thousand. I'm thinking there's more money than that, and he's probably put it on overseas banks or or a, a Swiss account or something like that. Uh-huh. I mean, if he's gonna be very nefarious about it, yeah, he can do that. He can.
0: Or he's got some high-ranking officials somewhere that have come to his house, and he has videos and stuff of them, and he's blackmailed them.
1: Why would he have visit videos of the of other people? Because it, because blackmail. For black- yeah, well, yeah, it is for blackmail. But yeah. how would he know? How would he, he took videos of them? Why would well, he? Well, they take said that the hot, the chick said the hot tub is like hot all the time. But I thought it's SNM with him,
0: with well, the Well, Yes, but they are also talking about all the sex stuff that goes on in the hot tub at their house that he bought six years ago. Oh, yeah. So right. I'm sure. He knows high-ranking people and other people in the church that have got invited over for tea. (laughs) And uh, maybe he's blackmailed them. Maybe that's where some of the money's come from. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see how this story unfolds. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, I'm going to wing this article here. It's really, it's quite long, okay? No, it's not. I cut it down. It's only like three, four paragraphs. All right, we're going to the geek now. Okay, junk technology. (laughs) Did you write this junk technology?
0: No, this is the actual title.
1: It's about your junk! Okay, why your penis pedometer is dead on arrival. If all you want for Christmas is a penis pedometer, get ready to be disappointed. All I want for Christmas so, is a bigger penis. I'm think I'm thinking you put your dick in this one? Okay, let's let's just let's proceed and read it. Last summer, British sex shop Bandara promised to disrupt your junk with sex fit. Oh, so, this is a Fitbit. This is a sex fit. It's <laughs> fitbit, a fitbit for your cock. For your it's a Fitbit for your cock. A cock ring that doubles as a sexual activity tracker. It it would record calories burned in thrusts per minute. Vibrate for her pleasure and connect to social media. Oh my god, it would tweet if you have done. I've done a thousand strokes. A thousand pumps. A press release with renderings of the devices in brooding black and sultry purple reported prototypes were in development, and the company hoped to begin testing in late 2014. Is this old? 2014? No, okay. read the article. And the internet went wild. At last count, our post had 911,676 page views. Just shy one year of one year later, an Indiegogo campaign emerged with a slightly more egg-shaped device called Lovely that made a similar promise to enhance your pleasure and your pr- prurient data gathering. You know what? I, didn't we talk about this before? I think we've talked about both of these before. I think so. so. That's why I put, did
0: this. So. This is a
1: follow-up. <laughs> Again, the internet went wild. That post had polled, has pulled 26,208 page views to date. That's not enough. Anyway, one year and four months after Bandara piqued our interest. However, neither the sex fit nor the lovely had wrapped around your shaft. So why are you still manually counting your pumps per minute? According to Bandara rep, the company put development on hold because it is proving expensive and getting the right tech on the device is taking time. I would imagine that you have the prototype, but then Producing it. it is going to be hard, so the uh, company expects to launch in late 2016. So the quantified self, uh, self movement, is uh, is already masturbatory enough. Do we, really, do we really need a device to tell us how to get it on? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's an accessory. It's it's a it, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Meanwhile, lovely the crowd funded crowd uh, cock ring never met its goal. It's raised only forty three thousand two hundred twenty six dollars of ninety five thousand almost half its Indiegogo page says that while the, com- the campaign garnered attention from thousands of people hundreds of journalists and dozens of EVA distributors and investors it's going in a different direction to bring the device to market you know what I think they're just gonna think of oh they're doing that let's think of something better that's why they won't the, the market is always uh, quirky so the company's founder says the campaign failed for a number of reasons including a lack of marketing and advertising funds how do you advertise that? He's hopefully that uh, he's hopeful that Lovely will find investors by year's end. So if you close the deal before 2016, we should be on track to ship Lovely within a year, Connick said. So 2016 could be the year of the quantified cock. But just because you can't, you can dust, I mean, just because you can doesn't mean you should end the one thing that neither company is copying to is a lack of consumer interest. Yeah, I. I, I I myself am not interested, but it's just intriguing that somebody's thinking about this. So the quantified self-movement is already masturbatory enough. Do we really need the device to tell us how to get it on? So, was that a copy and paste thing? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it isn't. Okay. So you won't find a smartphone-connected cockering under the Christmas tree this year. In fact, the quantified cock may be little more than a poorly executed wet dream. But really you're probably better off with a truck stop French tickler anyway. What's a French? What's a truck stop French tickler?
0: He is so sheltered. <laughs> <love my> <laughs> he is so sheltered. Maybe on one of those trips that you're going back and forth in New Orleans, you need to stop at the truck stop.
1: So I should get a French tickler? <laughs> is it one of those, one in the pink, two in the stink? Wait a second. Did it just go may around? It, it's the it, well, other around. You, <laughs> it,
0: stop, stop now. You're just digging your hole Oh, really? Okay. It Google it after the show. And Let me sure Google it now. Hold on. Computer, French
1: computer, so. truck stop. So I
0: can understand the kind of appeal to this because people are all fit and they want their Fitbit apps and stuff. But And it might be interesting with your friends to get one if you're a teenager and see how quick you can come or how many strokes it takes you or you know how many times you have to pump your girlfriend or boyfriend before you pump a load in them or something. So, um, it would be interesting to see if it became. But what would be cool if it also tested for STDs, um, act as a cock ring to make keep, or if it could be used to prolong your orgasms or something like that. So, or maybe vibrate while you're doing while you're pumping into somebody.
1: So there's no French ticklers, but there's a
0: freedom tickler. There's French ticklers. That's the oldest thing in the book, Maynard. Is, is it like a pocket pussy type? No, you're digging your hole deeper, Maynard. You're put-
1: <laughs> just, 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 yeah. just stop you're right now.
0: You're, you're looking at images. You just need to go to...
1: Gas videos. station. <laughs> I'm just learning. in
0: French tick description of French tickler.
1: Definition of French tickler in English. Now, in a condom with ribbed protrusions. There you go. There you go. So it's, yeah. So you wear it and then... Yes. So it's really ribbed for her pleasure. Her pleasure, pleasure yes. Okay, so that's not fun.
0: I want to. I want to be. We'll get you a French tickler, and it can be ripped for your protection. <laughs>
1: okay, nice. So, all right, on
0: to the bizarre. So, we actually have two. So, Maynard, I'll let you take the
1: first one. Okay, bizarre. Okay, I'm just winging this. I didn't read this thing. <laughs> Florida burglary suspect eaten by alligator after fleeing police. A year old man a year old man <laughs> a year a old 21 year old a 21 year old, old man coffee and paste get problem suspected of burglarizing homes in florida was killed and partially eaten by an 11 foot alligator after he waded into a lake apparently to avoid detection by law enforcement of officers pursuing him uh, police said last tuesday so there's nothing like having that guard alligator see you should have a moat uh, no you, the moats... <laughs> They worked, I'm telling you. Yes, that's you. true. An autopsy on the man. Really, you need an autopsy that he's got? Okay. An autopsy of the man, Matthew Riggins of Palm Bay, determined that he drowned. Oh, he drowned in in uh, November after an apparent alligator attack. Yeah, you, you drown first because the alligators drag you down. and You drown, yeah. and then eat you up. Yeah. Okay. So a necropsy, a necropsy on the alligator revealed parts of the man's body in the reptile's stomach. According to a, a report released, this week by the Brevard County Sheriff's Office. So sheriff, sheriff's deputies chased Riggins and another sus- suspect with dogs with dogs and a helicopter on November 13 after residents in the Barefoot uh, Bay uh, community reported two men walking behind houses, authorities said. So no, no suspects were caught that night. Riggins was uh, reported missing by his family when he did not return home, according to the sheriff's report. His body was found 10 days later floating in the lake probably just a half-body at that point, with an aggressive gator standing guard. Oh, wow. Okay, so I believe he was hiding, uh, Goodyear said, of how Riggins ended up in the lake with the dogs out there. It's not not a bad idea to go into the water. Goodyear said Riggins had told his girlfriend by telephone that he would be burglarizing homes the evening of November 13 and later told her that he was being chased by deputies and by alligators. So... Added that one at the end. Mm -hmm. So it's really sad that you know it just goes to show crime does not pay. That's right.
0: Unless you're an alligator, then you get a free mail. That's right. So okay. This other bizarre, it actually kind of could be a gay, but it it is very sad. Man abducts nineteen year old male, chains and rapes him in the basement for four days. (laughs) Why are you laughing, man? (laughs) i mean this actually happened to this poor kid
1: oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry I mean, this is real I'm I mean, sorry. this I'm is real sorry. that this happened i mean
0: i'm sorry no, i don't know what's up sorry. with this dude but i can find 19 year olds that do this willingly so but
1: i i just saw a parallelism but okay
0: okay so all right mine do it willingly <laughs> minneapolis minnesota police have arrested a 55 year old wilbert grover on charges of Kidnapping and Rape. On November 20th, Globier alleged attacked his 19-year-old male victim from behind on a street in North Minneapolis and choked him until he passed out. The victim awoke in a basement and was raped for four days. When he woke up, he was in an unknown place bound by metal restraints, according to the charges. He said his kidnapper amazed him and told him not to remove his blindfold. He told officers he was sexually assaulted for several days and could never see his attacker, only hear him. The victim managed to escape when Glover briefly left the home. On November 24th, the man told police he managed to slip one hand out of the cuss and free himself from the wall. He used a fire extinguisher to break a window in the basement and he then climbed out. The victim was crying when the police arrived and had blood around his eyes, scab marks on his wrist from the handcuffs, and scabbing around his neck. He told police he used a fire extinguisher to break the window to escape. He then said he crawled and rolled through yards, knocking on doors until someone answered. I opened the door and there's this kid just standing there, and he had all these chains and a fire extinguisher, said Tina Merker King. He managed to make it to a neighbor's home. She and her husband Garrett were home when the teenager came to their door. They said the young man's first thought was to call his mom because he said his abductor threatened to grab his family because he had his victim's ID and knew his address. Police said the victim had injuries consistent with being restrained. He was taken to Regent's Hospital for treatment. The police search of Glover's home revealed a mattress on the basement floor and a pipe on the wall that had straps attached to it. According to Gay Star News, a five-gallon bucket full of used condoms was also found in the basement. Oh, wow. Glover is currently being held on a $1 million bill. For he has prior conviction in Illinois for kidnapping and attempting murder in 1987. He faces up to seven years in prison if convicted. This is exceptionally horrifying. We hope the victim is receiving support in the face of such trauma. He showed incredible courage in, in managing to rescue himself from such a terrifying situation. Yes, that's good. That so you that, that, so it it's means. really it's sad it. this happens because there are people that are willing to do this.
1: Yes, uh, but it so,
0: only shows how desperate and crazy some people are yeah, out there. So
1: I apologize to everyone if I did because I, the the title itself just really uh, it was like I said there was some parallelism that uh, that uh, that I kind of uh, am witness of. So <laughs> what parallelism what are you talking about, Maynard? Not, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> like, like you said, some people are willing. That's right. That's right. Some people are willing. Oh, that's what I'm girls gonna say. Are very willing. That's right. <laughs> so, I, I should I really should be commenting on that one. Okay.
0: Yeah. So okay. All right. All right. On to
1: audience comments, Brainerd. All right, we got some audience comments, and uh, this is from Dennis from YouTube. And uh back in episode 593. Is that 593? It is 593. Mom found my sex toys. That's the episode. Uh, so he's asking what are the li- what are the links to those other YouTube. Bear shows—that's the point. They're not—not not all of them are on YouTube. I don't know if they are, but uh, most of them are in Vimeo or you can Facebook. Facebook is the way to go if you—if you if you're, podcasts and shows do have Facebook pages, they all do. Like, so you check out uh, Under Bears podcast, the Comic Book Bears podcast, the um, uh, Cubs Out Loud, and the oh, what else? Comic Book Movie Bears podcast. So there are a lot of uh, bear podcasts that are out there. Uh, just. Look for them on Facebook, you just if you're on Facebook, just type in there, or even Google them. I don't have exact links right now, so yeah. So, under Bears Comic Book Podcast, uh, Cubs Out Loud, and and um, Movie Bears Podcast. So, yeah, so we we met, yeah, we, we pretty much know we've interviewed uh, Bill Zanowitz and um, uh, from uh, Comic Bears Podcast and uh, some. Uh, we have Gary Snyder and uh, yeah, from uh, Cups Out Loud, and also Gary. Gary, <laughs> and uh, what else? We you know some people. Oh, I met some p- other people from uh, from uh, from Movie Bears Podcast, like Brad and uh, and uh, Jim, and also uh, of course Dave from uh, Under Bears Podcast. He, he used to co co host with me here in uh, Bear Podcast. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, so okay. uh, Dennis just. Just Google it. <laughs> I'm not going to put the links on the website because they're, they're scattered all over. Anyway, so the other one is from um, Winbear from YouTube also. Hey, Winbear. So I've heard people say they use the other people you might know feature on Facebook to find their next trick. Isn't that a great idea? Is that how you look, look at it, I don't right? know. What, for
0: the longest time, for some reason, the other people you may know. I always had all these muscle bears pop up on my profile, up on the thing to show. And I was like, where the hell did all these people come from? Because I don't know that many muscle bears.
1: And then you click add friend. Only on a few. Only a few. I sometimes do that. The one that scrolls in the I middle. I find them cute. Yeah, they're cute there. Or they seem
0: interesting after I stalk their profile.
1: Okay. This is my uh this is my MO. Whenever I am um, I uh chat with someone or not chat with somebody, see somebody hot or something yeah. like that. I click on add a friend. And then okay, wait for him. And then later on, he adds me back. Ooh, he adds me back. So he, you know, he's interested to be my friend. And then I message him and say, my mo is, hey, thanks for the ass. Oh, sorry. And then a typo, autocorrect. Sorry. Thanks for the ad. Know, that's my mo. So that's how I, you know. And then they're people.
0: like, who's this little pervert? Who the fuck is this guy?
1: <laughs> Philly, did I, like I regret finding life. this guy already? Why is he
0: talking about my ass? He's never seen my ass. <laughs> right. Oh yes, he has. He <laughs> when found your when XT I, when XT videos, Trust someone. me. He's stalked enough, he's found your X two videos. <laughs> no.
1: Somebody, right. trail. there, there was one who now. I did I did that. I, it was truly the first time I did it. And I thought it was gonna be funny if I do it the next time to other people. I, I said that. Thanks for the ass but I never offered it. Oh I'm sorry, I had ADD so it's just it's uh, I don't know. it's just memo. Okay, so uh, I guess okay, guys, it's the holidays, and uh, this is pretty much like uh, the last episode before the holidays. Are we we gonna make? Yeah, that's right. Before before Christmas Day, so I hope you guys have a uh, great holiday. If you're gonna eat, don't eat too much. That's right. And uh, do you have any uh, wishes for our our audience? Um, I hope you have a safe and merry Christmas or Happy
0: Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate this time of the year. Um, since I'm going to be traveling, hope everybody's travels are safe and secure, and don't have anybody getting hurt or injured or losing
1: anybody. So. I'll be alone here podcasting by myself. No, I'm not. I'm going to take a break too. So uh, i just wait for rain when he comes back, and then we'll probably record probably on the weekend, the week of you know twenty twenty ninth or thirtieth. I we mean, don't know yet. We'll see. Probably on a Wednesday, and we're going to do a, a year end review. Just talk about what happened in the past, whatever in the year. And like I said, this, uh, like, just like we said, this is episode 595. And five more episodes, episode 600 will be the last episode of Bear Podcast. So uh, yeah, if you have uh, comments, just send your uh, emails to show at bearpodcast.com.
0: Or call and leave us a voice message because we really like voice messages at 206-222-2327. That's 206-222-BEAR. Call us and leave us a voice message. We will play it on the show.
1: Yes, that's right. Wow. I Let like, us know about slut shaming. Yeah, tell us about your story. How you were slut shamed. Right. <laughs> not that not, you're a slut. I'm just well, saying. Just that tell us about your sluttiest ever. moment. That's right. Or you've slut shamed someone. What are your tactics? How do you how do you slyly say that you're a slut? Yeah. You know, I don't know. You might. Uh, you might have some ideas. But anyway, I like the way we seg- segway segue to to our to our exit. That's anyway, right. so uh also subscribe by iTunes, YouTube and Vimeo. And you can also uh, listen to the show on Bear Radio Network and um Stitcher Radio. Yeah if you have your iOS application you can go to Stitcher or you can um, uh, li- 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 if you have iTunes you can also listen to the eclectic side of uh, iTunes you can listen to us on Bear Radio Network and uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and go to the official website at bearpodcast.com. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode of Bear Podcast. Many wolves, and many hugs. Woof, what a bear. Podcast your way. Woof, what a bear. Woof, what a bear. Podcast your way. Woof, what a bear.
0: Open sleigh bells on pottails ringing, laughing all the way. Ha, ha, ha. Grandma got run over by a reindeer, reindeer. <laughs> walking home from my house Christmas Eve. Now, you might not say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Come, Ray, home, they told Christmas they called me.
1: Um, Don't be sacrilegious now. They me, parampam.
0: They're kind of like, fa-la-la, fa-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra. <laughs>